Bobby, what's wrong with the car? Uh-oh, I think it's broke. Look, that thing there is all swoped up. We, we got a pair of pliers and a screwdriver. We can find out. I think we should just start poking stuff. Oh, all right. All right. don't do that, folks. Tune into the Grease Gurus. Don't go to the emergency room. Go to the Grease Gurus and learn why your car might have stopped on the side of the road and what not to touch. On Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Ouch, that hurt! You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. This spring, America will finally have someone to look up to. Who do you know? What's the story here? I'm a white trash idiot. What? I'm a rocker through and through. Here's my favorite bands. ACDC, Van Halen, not Van Hagar, Skinner. His name is Joe Dirt. Did I get you? No, I'm cool. No, you're not. He gets no respect. Don't forget to wipe your dirt. <laughs> Boy's got something to say to me. Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Ah! His job isn't glamorous. You know what? I don't mind being hit with a few hot dogs. It's all a... ah! Enough with the hot dogs. <laughs> I guess I'm lucky it wasn't hot chili day today. <laughs> And even as a child, his family ditched him. Dad! Mom! Where are you? Now, to turn his life around... I'm looking for my parents. I lost them at the Grand Canyon when I was eight. They ditched you, Joey. Joe's traveling across our country, digging through the trash. I got a picture of my parents. Mm, I don't recognize them. And searching for his roots. I can see Daniel's shirt! No! Producing team that brought you Deuce Bigelow. Things gonna happen for me. I'm Joe Dirt. Big Daddy comes the tale of a drifter. It ain't a meteor. Yeah, it is. It came out of the sky. This is a big old frozen chunk of toilet waste. You see the peanut? That's space peanut. The story of a rebel. What is this thing? Maybe we should take it over to that place. Los Alamos. Yeah, man, that's definitely what we should do. But first, we'll shoot fireballs at it. We're gonna get so busted. And the saga of a legend. I'm in the croc biz, okay? Don't try this at home. This croc. No, not to mess with Sir Joseph. Sir! You didn't listen to me! The adventures of Joe Dirt. Oh, and bad pets go bad. Dang. Hello out there. Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We enter the Wayback and we're immediately hurtled back through time and space. Hey guys, this is Courtney Hansen from Spike TV and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google Tan Talk 1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And go to our archive page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, also found on our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. And you can listen to all 420-some-odd shows. Actually, you know, it's funny to see 426 was Mark Farner, 427 was... Jay Leno, and last week we had Steve Darnell at 428, which uh, will be up here shortly. And tonight is 429. Well, hey, that's very fitting because I'm a Ford, Ford guy, and 429 that makes perfectly good sense because 427 is a Ford number too. So, and 428 is a Ford number. Wow, 427, 428, 429. Hey, welcome to 
the final episode of Startober. The whole month we've had celebrities and guests and TV show hosts and stuff like that on our show. Special edition and tonight is no different. We have another special TV guest coming on. In fact, tonight is kind of, if you notice the... Uh, the uh, segue there with Joe Dirt. Yes, it's the Redneck Edition. So we have a, uh, kind of a redneck kind of guy coming on a little bit later. He's been on our show before, but uh, he's going to be really funny, and you're going to truly, truly, truly enjoy him. And um, But anyway, so uh, let's see. What did I do this weekend? Well, if you follow us on Face em Up Book, uh, what do we do? Oh, so Thursday, no, not Thursday, not Friday, not Friday, even, but Saturday, Saturday morning. Yes, up at the crack of dawn, very, very early, still dark, very dark. We uh, moseyed on over to uh, the DuPont Cars and Coffee. And uh, so we're there early. Yes, Miss Moneypenny and I drove over there. We actually got a parking spot, and they didn't put me in the front lot. They put me in the back lot, had me park with the other high-dollar sports cars, like those little... Italian, expensive little Italian cars, you know, Fiats. Oh, excuse me, Ferraris. And uh, let's see what else was there. Maybe a Lotus or two, maybe a Maserati, maybe one of those high-dollar Volkswagens. I think they call them Porsches and an Audi or two. And, of course, I parked next to a uh, Datsun. Yeah, really, a Datsun. D-A-T-S-U-N, Datsun. And uh, nowadays people refer to them as Nissans. But uh, anyway... A Datsun, so, uh, but there was a lot of people there, a ton of people, so it was pretty cool, a lot of people walking around, and, you know, those things are kind of like little reunions, you know, you bump into people you haven't seen in a while, once in a blue moon, there's a different car there, not too often, you know, um, occasionally some of those guys have some interesting cars, and uh, the cool thing is, is when a guy has more than one car, and he brings something different every time, you know, because that's the thing with the local car shows, you know, it's a lot of the same cars, but uh, that's okay, you know, the thing is, is you all kind of hang out, but it's really weird, it's not like it was in the old days, in the old days, I mean, you only had one or two cars, so you always kind of hung out, today, a lot of guys still have one car, but uh, it's not the same, you know, it's just like, uh, I guess because what we did back in those days, which I truly, truly enjoyed, and I was notorious for, and yeah, I know you're not supposed to do it, but street racing. Oh yes, I love street racing. Even though we could go to the drag strip, drag strip was okay. So you sat there and you had your little tree and you had your little stop go and you had your little you know once in a while the light tree was down. You had a flag man, but generally the lights worked, and you just were like in a controlled environment. There's nothing like spontaneous racing. Um, I don't encourage it because you don't really have a lot of areas around here that you can do that to, but uh, it is a, or it was, a lot more fun. Now, I know they still go out to Gandhi and some of the other places, but see, that again, that's staged. You know, staging, stage races, anything that's staged, it's like, eh, you know, but when it's spontaneous, that's when it's interesting. I drive up to uh, Brooksville every once in a while because there's some really cool country roads up there. And uh, I take little Miss Money Penny up there, the little MGB GT, and it's not a fast car. Certainly not fast. I mean, it's got barely has 90 horsepower. I think it's like 75 or 80 or whatever it's got. But it's a fun little car. It handles well. So you know, it's got some. There's some nice twisty narrow roads up there, and uh, so it's a lot of fun. It's kind of enjoyable. And again, you don't have to really drive fast. It's just what we call in racing seat time. You know, just getting there behind the wheel and. And just kind of enjoying the road and, you know, you kind of, you know, navigate it through the turns and you enjoy it. You know, I mean, drag racing is kind of one of my favorite things to do. I love the street race, drag race. And, uh, but it's over in a few seconds. Road racing is a lot more fun. Road road racing requires some skill, you know, um, because you got to turn left, you got to turn right, you got to brake, you got to accelerate, you get in a turn, you slow down for the turn, you set yourself up for the apex, you drive out of the apex, you nail it. You know, it's just a lot of fun. It's like a little thrill ride. It's almost like a little roller coaster. In fact, I was driving around up there with my wife. We were kind of on our way over to the Steampunk Punk Punk Steampunk Festival over at Renegers, and uh, so that was going on this past weekend too. That was on Sunday, and uh, so Sunday we were driving around. Although I wasn't in the MGB, I was in something else. And uh, my wife's going slow down, slow down. Now, when she was younger, she didn't mind all that, but now she's getting a little older, a little bit more. Uh, she's not as uh, adventurous as she used to be, you know, when I would drive, you know, before she would straddle in and just hang on for dear life. And today that's not fun to her anymore. Still fun to me. That's because I have not grown up. And having said that, uh, well, it's uh, I, uh, today's another day and I'm not going to grow up. How about that? Anyway, uh, so what else do we do? So after the uh, Monday or Sunday or Saturday uh, DuPont Cars and Coffee, everybody headed on over to Dimmit Auto Group over there off Gandhi. And wow, what to my surprise, I walk inside there, and of course everybody I know is there as well. 
But there's like six boxes of Krispy Kreme delicious donuts, glazed donuts and chocolate covered donuts, chocolate frosted. Oh, my favorite. Plenty of coffee. So naturally, I had to chow down four of those. So then I was there with my buddy and uh, Nihad, who's probably listening tonight, or Nahid, however, which way you want to call him. And uh, he uh, is kind of my buddy that's like uh, consumed with Bitcoin. So he's been on our show a few times talking about that. And I don't even know where that thing is at right now. And he's also kind of like a realtor dude. So, and he's trying to get up to speed on cars. And uh, so I figured I'd, uh, you know, break him in a little bit, get him some exposure, teach him a little bit about cars because he's kind of got the hankering for a car. So then after that, we moseyed on over to uh, Lakeland because they had the Lake Mirror Classic. Now, if you tune into our show every week, when I talk about the Florida FLA Car Shows Minute, we kind of always kind of highlight some of the car events that are going on. So, for example, this weekend in uh, Safety Harbor is the All-British Sports Car Show. That's Saturday, all day. Yes, and yours truly and Miss Moneypenny will be there. And if you're uh, if you got very, very deep pockets, you might want to mosey on up to uh, Savannah, Georgia this weekend because HSR, Historic Sports Car Racing, has their annual event, one of the racing events up there in Savannah, Georgia. And then, of course, on the 11th of November is... Cigar City Concourse. That's with our good friend Vic Piano. However, next week, starting next week, actually on Saturday, Sunday, is SEMA. That's the biggie. SEMA, 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 SEMA. If you are a diehard Porsche guy, though, and you're anywhere near Atlanta, okay, you might want to run up to the Porsche Experience because RM Auctions is having a auction up there. And it's the, their they built it as the 70th anniversary auction, and they're going to have 70 cars to commemorate the 70th anniversary of Porsche. So that's actually in Atlanta at the Porsche 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 Experience Center. I can say that after me. Porsche. It's two syllables, not Porsche. You know, it's not Porsche. It's Porsche. 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 Something like that. Anyway, uh, all right, back to uh, Lake Mirror. So we went over to Lake Mirror. A lot of really cool cars over there, including a number of Porsches. Chris from uh, Lincoln Land was over there. He had a Lincoln. He had a 68, beautiful two-door coupe. There was a couple 68 Shelbys, numerous Corvettes, 300 SLs, Austin Healy's, Jaguars, uh, countless, uh, you know, pre-war cars. Uh, I think there was an Auburn or two. There was uh, Pierce Arrows, a couple of vintage Rolls Royces. An odd car that you don't see very often was a Mercedes 600 Pullman. That's the big limo. That was like if you were somebody, if you were a dignitary, a celebrity, or John Lennon, or you know, the Shah of Iran or a sheik or a president or something like that of some foreign country, you would be riding around in the back of a Mercedes 600. Now, they had short wheelbase cars, SWVs, or they had the Pullman series, which was the stretch version of it. That car came out like in 65, 66. Didn't even change. Had a 6.3 liter engine in it, close to 400 horsepower, pretty fast for a sedan. Big limo, I might add. You know, those things, you know, bulletproof and everything like that, I think it would be 20,000 pounds. You know, standard model is probably, you know, seven or 8,000. Pretty heavy car. But, you know, it's a Mercedes, and Mercedes is Mercedes. Number of Cadillacs there. There was a real nice 62 Corvette, uh, Cadillac uh, Eldorado Brome convertible. Pretty, pretty, pretty car. Kind of a champagne color. Countless Corvettes, Ferraris. There was a few of them there. There was a vintage Ferrari. I think the Revs Institute from uh, Naples brought one or two up there. Pretty amazing stuff. But I had a chance to bump into some people I hadn't seen in a while, including one guy that's a gentleman that's been on our show before. His name's Bob Tullius. Group 44, probably one of the most successful um, guys, uh, racing teams out of the 70s and 80s. And uh, the Group 44 Triumphs and Group Group 44 Jaguars. Amazing cars. And uh, pretty fast. You know, it's just like he just had such a professional run team. I mean, his equipment was perfect. He might not have always had the fastest car, but Bob Tullius was a very, very skilled and disciplined driver. And in racing, that's what you need to be. I think what we're going to do is we're going to fire up the stereo now. We're going to play a little redneck music for you guys, a little southern rock. And then we'll be right back. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, here's a little uh, 38 special. Chain Lightning. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Promise.
listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than flacarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, flacarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at flacarshows.com. Garage and the list of thousand and one car things to do before you die, and now the fastest woman on four wheels. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We are back. <laughs> yeah, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, yes, it's our special redneck edition uh, to kind of commemorate our guest coming on in a few minutes here. I don't know if I do a good redneck or not. Somehow I seem to sound pretty good in the shower, but oh well. Anywho, let's see. So, uh, yeah, so we uh, were at the uh, Lake Mirror Classic thing. That was actually pretty cool. And uh, like I said, I was standing there talking to uh, Bob Julius for a while. And uh, pretty pretty interesting guy. So tomorrow I may be in Sarasota because what I do, and I cannot overemphasize what I do. I should be overemphasizing what I do more often. But keep in mind, one of the things that I do, or one of many things that I do, besides broker vintage classic car parts and besides brokering late model cars, is I uh, do diminished value reports. Diminished value report is this is for everybody and anybody out there listening. If you have a late model car, and I'm going to say 2015, 16, 17, 18, and the car's been involved in an accident, and it's been fixed and repaired, okay, from a dealer's perspective. And I'm an independent car dealer, in, licensed and bonded and insured in the state of Florida. A dealer looks at your car as, well, you know what? It's wrecked. It looks good. Paint matches. It's pretty decent. But it's not what it worth was. Uh, it's not what it worth. It's not. It's not worth what it was before the accident, okay? So an unwrecked, undamaged, crashed car. Show me the Carfax uh, is not worth what a wrecked car is. So what I do is, as a dealer, is I kind of um, do the homework and I research and I put together a report that tells people what the lost value of your car is. So let's just say you have a $40,000 car and that's what it was before the crash. After the crash, it's worth about $10,000 less. And because generally when you go trade your car in for trade, the first thing they're going to say is, hey, any paintwork or damage? And then they'll pull a Carfax. And if the Carfax comes up, as we call in the industry, dirty, uh, your car is going to be worth a whole hell of a lot less. So basically the at-fault insured person is liable for the lost value of your crashed car. So that's what I do. And then if your car has been totaled and then you're disputing with the insurance company again – uh, with the value, the replacement value of your vehicle, and again, all you're expecting the insurance company to do is to make you whole, make you uh, whole in terms of the value, the lost value of what you lost. You know, there or in the case of a crash car, a total car, the replacement value. So, you know, the insurance company is always going to say, "Well, your car is only worth uh, thirty grand," but in reality, your car is worth forty. So, I again put together those reports. And I hand them off to you and your handy-dandy attorney or if you're representing yourself, and then you go fight with the insurance company. Naturally, I'm in your corner the whole time helping you out, coaching you along and stuff like that, but I'm not an attorney, so therefore I cannot represent you under any circumstances. All I can do is say this is my report because I'm I'm in my capacity strictly as an appraiser. Slash car dealer. That's it. That's all I do. But I can give you you know a few pointers because I've been through the – been through the ringer as they say. 
And then, of course, I do appraisals on uh, and pre-purchase inspections on any kind of vehicle, mostly classics and antiques. So whether it's a $500 car or a $3.5, $4 million car, I do the appraisals. So that's it in a nutshell. So be sure and check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. If you have any questions about diminished values and things of that nature, I am the guy you want to call. And, and I'm local and I travel. I actually work from here, Tampa Bay area. I go up to Citrus Canal, Citrus Canal, Citrus County, Hernando County, all the way over to Orlando and back down to Sarasota and then back up this way. So um, tomorrow I was actually supposed to go look at the total loss. But as usual, we're going round and round with the insurance company. And uh, that's just the way it is. But what I tell my customers, make it a game. Don't let it consume you and just beat on them, you know, until you win. And that's how you play the game. I think what we're going to do is we're going to fire up another country rock song, and then we're going to go ahead and call our guests. This time, we will be playing a little of the Outlaws, which, again, was a local band from Tampa Bay. In fact, one of the uh, band members was uh, the son of uh, O'Keefe's Restaurant. He was a member. And uh, so the Outlaws, and this is one of their better songs. It's called Greengrass and High Tides. Smoking wife, Carly. Woo! Mmm! Ow! You know, it might be cool sometime you could set me up for a win. You can't have two number ones. Yeah, you can. That makes 11. But no man stays on top. Absolutely, ma'am. I'd love to sign your baby. You're not going to want to wash that forehead. Forever. Well, the big news is that NASCAR has gone French. I am coming for you, Ricky Booby. He's in the wall. Uh-oh. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby! Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish guy! Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise, use your witchcraft and get a fire on me! From the guys who brought you Anchorman and the 40-year-old virgin, the doctor told us you can walk. Oh. It's on your head. 
I am so paralyzed. You want to see what my life is? Don't you stick that knife in your leg. Hmm? Oh, Will Ferrell. Ricky Bobby is not a thinker. Give me a fastball, twist alive. What the hell's a fastball? Oh, oh, oh. Give me another. Ricky Bobby is a driver. Yeah, it's a real deal down there. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. You don't drive with your eyes. You gotta feel the road. The story of a man who could only count to number one. I'm embarrassed. I really thought I could feel it. Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. You gotta learn to drive with the fear. <laughs> There ain't nothing more frightening than driving with a live cougar. Oh, he's on Ricky, the... control your heart rate. God, I can't control my heart rate. I got a cougar on me. Hey, this is Mark Farner, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Knock them alive over there, brother Robert. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio Cars, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. I'm delighted to welcome back to the show my good friend and co-host of Misfit Garage and Fired Up Garage, Tom Smith. Tom, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty damn good. Well, good. So how are things in Texas? I mean, did you get what you needed to get there at uh, Northern Tool and uh, Harbor Freight? Um, no, uh, Northern Tool was a disappointment. Northern Tool? Uh, we, uh... We, we talked to the guy, and we negotiated, and we talked to the guy some more, and uh, what they had was not what we needed, so uh, we uh, we left there empty-handed, and I was uh, stuck having to go to the uh, Craigslist, and I actually found what I needed on the Craigslist. <laughs> well, now, there's, <laughs> there's something about a table you were trying to buy or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, what, no, I'm a... Uh, I'm uh, rebuilding a, a transmission in a truck, and uh, the, the table that I normally use is, is, was not available to me, so I had to go and get another table. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you, you, need a, you need a nice, clean, flat table to rebuild a transmission on and to put your stuff on. and uh, So that was uh, my goal today, to get a table. To get a table, okay. How big of a table? Did it have to roll around, or is it stationary? Uh, it, don't, it don't have to move, but it has to be at least... Uh, the, it has to be at least five feet long and about forty inches deep, and uh, and I like stainless steel myself. Okay. It's just because uh, it, it don't hold, hold no dirt, you know. As, as you're cleaning transmission parts, and and it just squeegees right off. Well, hell, you could have just <laughs> gone to the local hospital and got a gurney. Um, my gurneys have a uh, have a. Uh, what they call mattresses on them, and uh, you can't build a transmission on a mattress. Oh well, just throw the mattress away, and then you got a stainless steel uh, uh, flat surface with a lip around it, so the parts won't roll off. Oh, well, a gurney <laughs> is basically a bed, and uh, that would not that would not be effective at, at all. At a, that at one, a trans- I mean, one possibly could, if, but it would. I think it would take an extra effort to do that. And, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I know, I know, a kitchen stainless steel prep table out of a commercial kitchen. That would work, right? Uh, that's what I uh, bought and will be uh, showing up at the shop tomorrow. Excellent. exactly what I bought. But it's not as wide as I like it, and, I don't, and I'm going to have to put a lip on it. Okay. Uh, a, a transmission build table, you want a, at least a half an inch lip for a roll-off mm-hmm. and things trying to roll off. <laughs> well, you got to have a level floor too. That helps, doesn't it? Well, you know, most, most tables like that are they're, they're uh, set the they have a leveling kit in them. Gotcha. So, <coughs> how's the show doing for you this year? You're what? You're in your third season in this Misfit, Misfit, right? We we are on hiatus right now. Um, well, we're, we're not filming and. Uh, we're not sure when we're going to be coming back, and uh, uh, everybody's going to have to ask Discovery when we are coming back because they're not telling us nothing. Uh-huh. And, 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 and it's, they're always like that. They've always been like that. So we're just, uh, 
hanging out until uh, uh, we get the call. Okay. Well, now what people don't realize, and I, as, as uh, in April of this year, I had a, a friend of mine and I took a long road trip out to because he wanted to move, move to uh, relocate to Albuquerque. So while we were on our way to Albuquerque, we decided to pop in on you guys in Dallas, Texas. There, we stopped by one evening and. All I saw was a whole bunch of diesel Ford trucks out there, which made me real happy, me being a Ford guy and a diesel guy. And you guys were all hanging out there having a good time. So it was really cool. So what people don't realize, you're not just a radio sh- or a TV show. You guys are a real live, full-blown shop. You actually buy, sell, and fix stuff besides the TV deal, right? Yeah. like When we're not on TV, each and every one of us has our own little enterprise that we do. And like, like John Klump has got uh, the Radical Restoration Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas Weeks, he's a, he buys and sells cars. And uh, believe it or not, uh, Josh, he, uh, he, he's been working with a group that have been uh, helping people in the, the hurricane disasters. Oh, really? And, uh, yep, uh, Pop, Popeye, he's actually a, a, a diesel mechanic, and, and he's been uh, doing a lot of uh, diesel work as well. Okay. So what kind of so tell us about some of the past episodes there in the last uh, season? What are some of the cool cars you worked on? I know you were working on that truck or that GMC when I was there. So how'd that ever turn out? Oh, that GMC turned out wonderful. I mean, uh, if you if you saw the episode, uh, we actually uh, found Bigfoot in it. You found? Oh, that's right. There was an episode where you were out there running around in the woods with it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or or Bigfoot found us. I were. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Hey, are, are, he, he, the, are, the, are some of the guys there with you in the shop? Are you at the shop right now? Um, no, we're, we're no, well, no, we're not filming. That shop is closed. Oh, that shop's closed? And it's, and it's locked up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, so we're, so we're, there's nobody at the shop. Okay, because I didn't know who's in the background there, because if they're <laughs> part of the TV show, they can have them just, I, I text. Well, well, actually, uh, that's my girlfriend, Deanna, and, and uh, she is a huge part of the TV show, because wherever I'm at, she uh, she's there, too. She's kind of like my uh, handler. She's the one that keeps the trank dark getting handy and makes sure, because uh, the, the, the serum they use, if it's cold, it uh, gives me a bad headache. Oh, it's really? A bad headache, so... She's got to make sure that, that uh, uh, it's not too hot, but warm. <laughs> so now, when you're so the other, everybody has their own little enterprise going on. So what do you do pretty much in your in your spare time? Now, what people don't realize, you are a full blown, really really good mechanic. I mean, you do just about yeah, everything. I, and, go ahead. Yes, yes, I do. Um, and uh, believe it or not, um, the thing that I don't do is body work. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but. But before this, I I, 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 uh, I did drivability, and uh, and the, in the area here, whenever like you brought your car to a shop, uh-huh. like six or seven times, and they couldn't figure out what it is. Well, you'd call me, and I'd figure it out because I like the crazy headache puzzle stuff, and and that's what I did. Okay, and you, and you're real good with uh, late model electronics and uh, and computers and stuff like that too, right? Oh, oh yeah, uh, lightning strikes, red attacks. I mean. Uh, and uh, uh, nefarious acts. I mean, uh, a, a new thing that people have been doing that uh, is pretty hard on cars is a taser in a car. If you taser a car right, it'll uh, do all kind of crazy things to the electronics. And uh, and being able to, and, and it's really hard to identify. So um, just out of the blue, nothing in your car works and you have no idea. Well, then uh, a lot of times a, a, a taser will leave just a, a tiny little little hiccup and and lightning strikes you wouldn't uh, imagine it but sometimes uh, they leave a very little trace as well you think everything would just be black and smoking but uh, it's not so it's a uh, it, it, it it can be a, a, a very trying uh, trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with the car and so <clears throat> are you, are, were you, did, did I understand you correctly? You said people actually taser a car. Explain that to me. You mean sure, like okay, a girlfriend finds out she's been out uh, side height. Okay. Well, what she, does <laughs> she takes her little taser and then when she puts it on the antenna of your car. Next thing you know, uh, your car don't start and uh, and uh, all the jumping in the world don't let it start and your 
key fob don't work right, and uh, and the next thing you know, it uh, technically your your uh, your your vehicle's electronically totaled. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I mean, depending on the year, make and model, it's uh, it's cheaper to, to scrap out that car than it is to replace the old electronics. Wow, I did Think not. About it. Oh, okay, like the the normal car today can have as many as uh, twenty one computers in it. Yeah, you got the gym module, you got the door module, you got the ignition module, you got the headlight module, and the transmission control module, and y'all control, <laughs> control, and and that ooh ABS, and and uh, just all. I mean, hell, there's even the a module that senses the rain. Are and- there? So oh, I'm getting a beep. So then, when she when she, when someone tasers your car, it just causes everything. So it's like an EMT attack on your car, basically, is what it is. It, it, it exactly exactly is. I mean, uh, I'm I'm shocked. Police don't even don't have a, a pulse gun yet because I mean it. Uh, a a pul- uh, an EMP on a car just turns it right off. I mean, and it's kind of funny if you have points. Yeah, your yeah. car. Stays running. I mean, the radio probably sounds scratchy now, but the uh, uh, EMP don't take out uh, points. Well, that's good to know. So basically, as long as I don't have fuel injection, I got points in the carburetor. I'll still be driving down the road, you, heading yeah, for the they, hills. They, they, they can pop you, and the only thing you do is you got a bad radio. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. So I don't even have a radio in my car. See, so it's an old MGB. So, yeah, it so just... one of the cool things about that that GMC we built was a one of 640 built. It was a Neatco uh, three-quarter ton four-wheel drive. It had never had a radio in it. It had never had the doors drilled in it for speakers, and uh, it was it, it was just an amazing truck to build. I I uh, I was in awe about that truck. About I mean, that truck was nothing but fitness, and I and it, it just turned out so awesome with the. Uh, with the air conditioning and how the steering, it, it just uh, everything about that truck was just awesome. Now, when I was there, you were working on the front suspension and the brakes. Did you have to modify anything? Because I know you were saying there was some stuff you couldn't get. So did you have to kind of... Well, yeah, that, that had a closed uh, knuckle Dana 44 in it. And uh, Dana 44 sold that setup to Toyota. Well, anyway, um, now Dana quit making... Uh, all the parts for that for an end so every piece that uh we needed we if we couldn't find it we had to make it so we had to make a couple parts <laughs> in the back there there was a uh what was that was that a model a or an old ford or something like that was sitting outside behind the back there what was it whatever happened to that project oh, that, that, was a, a, that was a model p okay yep but that that, that, that ended up being the last car build of last season Okay. When you guys were doing your shows, how many episodes did you do a season? Was it like uh, 13, 14? Uh, and, uh, it all depends on what Discovery asks us to do. I mean, uh, we've done eight. We've done 12. Uh, we started out with six. And uh, as many, I mean, each season's a little different. Okay. Do you guys have like a lot of control over what the what as far as the production? I mean, what uh, you know, the type of cars, whether you're hunting cars, whether you're finding cars, whether you're building cars, or do they? Uh... Well, 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 every everything we do has to be approved through Discovery. I mean, uh, they we what what we do is that we show them a car, mm-hmm. we show them what the car could be, and we show because our show is about the transformation. I mean, uh, it we show them what the car is now and what the car could be, mm-hmm. and. And then we uh, they say yay or nay, and after that, nor- normally when you build a car, I mean you can spend a year just collecting parts for a car that you want to build, mm-hmm. and and then you build it. Well, we get a car, and then we have to wait around for them to say yay or nay, or to, and then the moment they give us the go ahead, then we start looking for parts for the car. So it, it's a really uh, it's a really problematic way to build a car. Oh yeah. So they, uh, the, the worst part about it is that we have to get our vendors in a hurry. And, uh, okay, we're trying to ask this guy for a favor. Now we're asking him for a favor and hurry up, you know, and it's uh, really bad. <laughs> 
So, but everything is done in house because I know you got a pretty talented crew there. So, uh, I mean, oh just, yeah, there's some, there's a yeah, uh, uh, they're they're pretty, they're really good at what they do. They're 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 no punks. So what are some? So like when 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 Tom Smith is not doing his TV show and you're not messing around with uh, your shop and stuff like that, what other things do you do? What are some of your other hobbies? It's funny that you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I and I invented a uh, a device that is that cures snoring, and uh, the patent will be pending at the end of this month. And really? I'll be able to start selling them outright. Yep, I've gotten like twenty five people off their CPAPs. I, I call the thing the snart. <laughs> snart. <laughs> but but uh, the, the 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 girlfriend's not really happy with the name. She but what it does is a. Uh, uh, if you snore at night, I can cure you from snoring. Yeah. If you have a if you uh, have a hard time uh, breathing through your nose, I can fix that. Uh, I can uh, if you're a jogger or a runner, depending on uh, who you are, I can I can shave a ton of time off of your uh, off your mile, and the thing just uh, it was it's, it's amazing. It uh, people that. Uh, or narcoleptic when they drive. Uh, I it, it even will keep you awake because I increase the amount of oxygen that gets into your body. Really? Yeah. You know, anyway, I've been de- I've been developing this thing for ten years, and I finally got it down to where it uh it, it I I it's it's awesome. It's uh, really incredible. Can and I also do car shows and. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, you know anybody out there that wants me to show up their car show? Yes, I do. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. How yeah, do we? Well, how do we? How do we arrange it? We, well, we got to be- call me or my my girlfriend. Okay. What, what number you want to give them? Well, not on the radio. Oh, no, not on the radio. We'll do it afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, no, no, yeah. I, I have your intro, but that's good to know that. And uh, so basically, yeah, wanna, you're, you're for hire. You, you you make it worth my time. I will show up. I will blow up, and uh, I will have everybody laughing. I. I have I have a pretty good time and and I normally don't offend too many people. No, hey, listen, I you know what we like we appreciate the funny. We love the funny around here. And of course, when I was at your shop, I knew you guys were picking on me a little bit, and that's cool because I love it when you guys dish it out. It's cool, and uh, yep. so but that's good to know that you you are available because I don't know yep. Florida. We're, we're all available. If there's a little cash involved, you can uh, uh we, you can get any of us to jump through a hoop. But okay. Mostly me. I I, I want to. Okay. Cool. No. No. That's good. I mean, you Tom Smith. You got a brand. Now, tell me more about this little device trick. Can you can you elaborate on it a little bit? I mean, you got a patent pending. Uh, I, the patent ain't here. I can't elaborate. Okay. Too much. Okay. Okay. That's fine. But, uh, but it uh, it it it, uh, it beats the hell out of a breathe right strip, and uh, these these poor people with the CPAP. I mean, that thing's like the monster from Alien. Strap to your face! Uh, oh my god! I couldn't imagine trying to go to sleep with one of those things. And uh, and, and <laughs> well, anyway, it uh, it it uh, it it realigns your your nasal passages to where they're at optimum efficiency. Okay, so basically, and, it's like having a uh, a really efficient air cleaner on your on your carburetor. It is a high performance intake for the human head. <laughs> high performance intake for the human head. There you go. I like that. So it's basically got hogged out runners and it's match ported, right? <laughs> it is match ported. I mean, there's like, <laughs> like like people that have like deviated septums, uh, 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 like their the, the 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 lobes of their nostrils are are malformed, or uh-huh. or like the people have been in accidents. Like this one uh, kid named Steven, he uh, he had had like three tours of duty in Iraq, and uh, and he uh, it took some shrapnel to his face, and it chewed up his his face pretty bad. Well, his wife was going to divorce him because he snorted so bad. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I uh, looked at him, and I've never made one uh, device for somebody like that because his. Like everybody's nostrils are one side's larger than the other one, but I I had to really. Uh, it, it took me normally I can make one in about an hour, but it took me about three hours to make his. Completely changed his life. I mean, he quit getting uh, 
allergy attacks. Really? Oh, that's another benefit of this thing because what it does it increases the the, the volume of air and not the velocity, uh-huh. and you're less prone to get the. Uh, uh, allergy attacks because you don't have snot pooling in your sinus. <laughs> okay, good. I know. I get it. I get it. That's good. Yep. So now, I what? I saw your nose. You could use. You could totally use. <laughs> I totally use. Yeah, I got it. Hey, I'm lucky. Air's free. Otherwise, I'd be in big trouble. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> you, you got to quit talking like that because uh, somebody want to start. Well, actually, uh, they did in, in California. They had them. Remember them crazy oxygen bars? Yeah. So you you had to pay for the oxygen in there. That's nuts. That's nuts. So they got, oh, they got them in Vegas now too. I guess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they have them in Vegas also. Okay. Speaking of Vegas. So, speaking. I love of- Vegas. I I need somebody to pay my way to Vegas so I can go. Well, you're you're supposed to be at SEMA, aren't you? I am I want to be at SEMA, but uh, it's, it's looking kind of grim right now. Well, now to drive to drive there from where you're at is what uh, about a day from down? Like nine hours. Yeah. Okay. So nine ten hours. So a little less than a you know three quarters of yep. a day. So that's not so bad. Hey, you know what? Hey, sometimes I got to go out there. I got to sleep in a car, you know, eat cheese and drink some, you know, try to avoid sewer water, you know, that kind of stuff too, because I got to go out there on a shoestring every once in a while too. Yeah. So, but that's how it goes. You know how it is when we're, but I like your nose thing. So, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because when you, you know, you just never know. I mean, the most of, you know, something like that could just be, uh, like you said, it could just revolutionize, uh, um, you know, it's a it's a health benefit in a way, you know. So if it, if yep. you, if you get more oxygen to the brain and you can think better and you can you got more energy, you can be more productive, right? And like it, exactly, and the, uh, you lower your uh, your sick time. Your sick time, yeah, that's cool. So speaking of, uh, we got a few minutes left here. So any wild projects you're working on right now? Uh, believe it or not, uh, two days ago I uh, came up with a uh, that's going to be my next uh, project. I I developed a, uh, a a a sunscreen for your car that actually uh, uh, doubles as a, a battery maintainer. You know, people that like leave their uh, their vehicles out at the deer lease. Yeah. That uh, you just uh, put this in your window and uh, plug it into the cigarette lighter, and it uh, keeps the battery maintained. So it's solar powered. Yep. Okay, that's an idea. So basically, it goes through the system there. Now, does that only does that work only on computer cars, or what about some the old? Oh beaters? no, any, any, anything that has a battery and uh, is, is exposed that can be exposed to sunlight, it'll work. Boy, you got all kinds of ideas in your little head, don't you? Oh, you have no idea. I just I'm uh, at any given time. There's probably eight hundred, nine hundred ideas going on right now while we're having this conversation well tom that's pretty amazing because you know my hat's off to guys like you because you're uh, truly innovative and the thing is is you just go out there and you do it and that's and but you have a thorough understanding of everything and you your understanding is so good that you see how it, it has all these practical applications i mean whether it's for a car whether it's for a human whether it's for you know who knows you know so that's pretty cool i i, I really respect people like that i think that's great well, I mean, I think God put me on this planet for for something, and and I don't know if it was just to be a goofball on TV. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny because your persona might be the kind of like the silly guy, like the non-straight guy, or the you know, and yeah. and but you know what, you're really a pretty serious guy, and you're pretty talented. So that's uh, and like I said, a few times that I've met you, I was pretty impressed and just talking to you here on the radio show. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, I mean, I, I know it's an old adage, but uh, I might laugh and I might joke. I don't play. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. All right. Well, Tom, we're just about up against the clock here, but I do want to thank you for hanging out here with a little bit uh, on Nostalgic Radio and Cars and look forward to having you on the show again. And if I can get out to SEMA and you can get out to SEMA, we'll just have to go. We'll have to go get a beer together. How about that? I, I, well, I'm not allowed to drink beer. I have a condition. Yeah. But I can I can drink tequila and vodka. <laughs> You can't drink beer, but you can drink tequila and vodka. Okay. That, that is correct. Hmm, interesting. And I, I, 
I'm I'm not afraid of a a, a nice rye either. I, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of rye whiskey. Okay. I'm a big fan of single malt scotches. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I drink a bourbon and coke every once in a while, so that works out for us too. So well, I tell you what, I can I I can show you how to enjoy whiskey where we, you don't have to put coke in it to enjoy it. Okay. See, whiskey was made to be well. I mean, but it, someone showed me. I wasn't born knowing, and uh, I knew this old guy that uh, he uh, he had to set me straight on on the uh, the rice and the whiskeys and the single malt and. Well, Tom, our uh, that's our our, our our cue here to uh, say goodnight to each other, so uh, or goodbye. So uh, again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank my very special guest tonight, Tom Smith from Misfit Garage. Heck yeah! Hey, buddy, you take care. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you out at SEMA. In the meantime, I want to tell all my listeners: don't forget to keep an eye on Tom Smith. I think you can follow him on Facebook, or he's probably out there in some of that social media stuff. And don't forget the guys I'm, at Miss. I'm on all that, and like I said, I can be printed. I can be had. Okay, you can be had. All right, Tom, you take you you take care. Love to have you on the show. You're great. You're always a gas. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if it's two cars or a bar mitzvah. There's a little catch involved. I'll go up. Okay, good deal. Anyway, hey, don't forget to check us out every Tuesday night here on the Tat Talk Radio Network between 7 and 8 p.m. Tell all your friends. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that other social media stuff. And don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. I want to see you guys at some of the car shows this weekend. The Albridge Car Show, Downtown Safety Harbor. Meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. But there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.